Walter, Texas strangers did so much rest. We sat around, thought we'd make this little podcast. Welcome to Talker Texas Ranger USA, the only official Walker Texas Ranger podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Whit. And this week, we're in a little bit of a predicament. We've run out of all the Chuck Max. I feel like shit. Yeah, I'm not feeling so great either. Um, I thought it would be a a great idea. You know, we were seeing a lot of sick gains, uh, blowing our biceps up pretty pretty big with this supplement that we found down here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was worth it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're still pretty big. I mean, too big, in fact. I mean, they didn't stop. Yeah, they're no, just, they're not and, too functional anymore. I mean, it kind of got like a, it's kind of like a runaway train after a certain point. I mean, I stopped. I ran out of Chuck Max, and yeah. the next day they were just like, you know, covered in stretch marks yeah. and just hurting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it's pretty awful. I mean, to be fair. Uh, the labeling does warn us against this stuff. We knew about the lawsuit that shut Chuck Max production down. Yeah, I just thought that was liberal BS. We may have overdone it a little. Well, sure. There were 30 or 40 boxes of these things. It's a lot of capsules, but, uh, you know, addiction is one of the side effects. And I definitely got <laughs> pretty addicted. I mean, I, I was taking two, three bottles a day. Yeah. Your biceps uh, look so sweet, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, small price to pay. Yeah. I mean, once you can look past the purpleness, the purple swollenness of them, they do look pretty great. I mean, these are these are humongous. It's dark in here, so I don't really. It doesn't really bother yeah. me. Um, but I feel like our biceps are like our Icarus wings, and we just gain too close to the sun. Yeah, <laughs> they're literally too hot to touch. Yeah, and I mean, I I haven't been doing anything this week just because. I mean, I can't really get around right now. Mm. You know, I just am kind of s- sitting here, and I like I'm propped up in a way where I can. I'm comfortable enough to sleep for like 15 minutes at a time. I'm not always in pain, mm-hmm. but I just mm-hmm. have like propped them up on these little wooden slabs and uh, I just hope it stops hurting. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got so big and my, my legs withered to the point that I, I wasn't really able to get around with the legs anyway. Yeah. So I was been, I've been pulling myself around, but now these, these, these biceps are just too yeah. big. It looks like your legs are mad at you for ignoring <laughs> them and they don't, they don't want to deal with you anyway. <laughs> Uh, who needs them? Yeah. Biceps like these. <laughs> Look at these things. These little things don't even touch the ground right now. <laughs> Woo. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I can't feel them, though. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we are screwed. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do without this stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I mean, wish I had a bottle I right definitely now. don't have a bottle that I've been hoarding for myself, so don't ask. Well, I know, because I went through all your stuff. <laughs> I know that's true. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just such, such a bummer, because I know they're not going to make more. We probably had the last Chuck Max on the planet, mm-hmm. and we wasted it. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> it, control ourselves. It makes you think about life. Now I'm just, I can't stop drooling. Very, so very itchy all the time. <laughs> I would scratch you if I could move my arms. Well, I mean, that's the problem, right? I can't really tell if it's the Chuck Max that withdrawal that's making me itchy, or just the fact that, like, I yeah. can't scratch myself. Yeah, and I mean, you always kind of drooled, too. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, you know, that's just in my head, but... Yeah. Hey, what if, you know, what if Lord Walker came down here and told us that they were all placebos and the, the biceps were in us the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's, theoretically, it's possible yeah. that... Well, I'm still withdrawing from the placebo, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's possible that something else we were 
came into contact with down here. Oh is, God. Uh, is doing it. <laughs> My butt's bleeding again. <laughs> well, I mean, leakage is one of the, the, yeah, I know it's at the top of the list and I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, not me. I'm still trying to think about the placebo thing, which uh, do, you, do you guys think I can eat these rocks? And if I believe it's Chuck Max, will that work? Yeah. Couldn't hurt. I mean, it couldn't hurt. I mean, I hurt your teeth a little bit, but. I'm not going to chew them. I'm just going to kind of. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, that's a way to do it. <sighs> Did it work? <laughs> ah, now my throat Wait, hurts. Uh, your, your biceps are kind of glowing now. <laughs> that's amazing. You can do it. <laughs> He did do it. I believe in your biceps, bro. I mean, there's little pebbles. I'll keep snacking on them the whole episode. Yeah. Report back. Yeah. I feel like like it's working. You look look great. And I'm not just saying that. (laughs) Yeah. So this week we watched episode eight, In Run. While Walker and his partner transport a fugitive who is about to testify in an out-of-state murder trial, Trevette struggles with his feelings for the dangerous woman. Yeah. Trevette can't ever help himself. He does a lot of a lot of Trevette struggling. Yeah. Does he struggle that hard? Does he really struggle? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just bangs a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His prisoner that he's supposed to be watching, he totally bangs her, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, we they see them yeah. the next morning. Uh-huh. We see them at night and it's romantic. Right. And then we see them the next morning just yeah. r- on the run. They they and they've each got each other's clothes on. <laughs> they like swapped them. They kind of butt heads or whatever throughout the episode. And then, yeah, they kiss or whatever. And then it just cuts to black. And then we wake up the next day and they've fled the barn. And the bad guys are there. And then Chuck jumps out of nowhere from the top of the barn. So Chuck was watching when Trevette yeah. banged the prisoner, right? <laughs> he was there. Shit. <laughs> Did I just blow your mind? Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. So because, it's, it's a whole it's a whole peeping theme in this episode. Maybe he was in there too. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, like maybe Trevette started to sleep with her, and like she was like, "I'm not satisfied." And then Walker was like, "Step aside, Trevette." You know, like he always. Yeah, does. get out of here, dweeb. <laughs> no, then Walker just pulled her up with one arm. Yeah, without Trevette noticing. Yeah, yeah. Where'd the, she go? There was there was a lot of Walker being the alpha in this episode. Yeah, it is weird that this episode is basically about Walker and Trevette trying to protect a witness. Trevette falls in love. So basically, Trevette has a girlfriend, and now Walker has to protect two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting this um this witness to New Orleans. To New Orleans, yeah. They're to testify or something. Yeah, they, yeah. they want to fly uh, her there. Yeah. That doesn't work out. They're gonna drive her there. That doesn't work out. They end up walking her there. <laughs> I guess that kind of works out because then, you know, Chuck Norris is in his element. Yeah. He's able to use his legs and i guess that's about it and how to sneak around and all that yeah i mean this episode there were two damsels in distress (laughs) basically yeah right and trevette in the past has been pretty capable right there's this scene in this episode where walker and trevette and the prisoner are trying to get on cat are trying to get on a train walker gets on the train he is able to help cat up trevette's running behind just going walker walker like he even like his Pitch in his voice right there. Walker, help, help me. I can't pull myself up with my little girl arms. (laughs) Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, Walker is like pulling people up with one arm while he's presumably hanging upside down by his feet out of trees. (laughs) He was definitely on Chuck Max. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there definitely was a scene in this episode where Walker had Trevette go on ahead uh, with the witness so he wouldn't have to worry about Trevette. Just to make it easier so he didn't have to worry about yeah. accidentally killing Trevette or <laughs> Trevette giving away his position. Mm-hmm. It'd be easier on Trevette. It'd be easier on Walker. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. 
I mean, and that's the main storyline, uh, but it actually starts at the wedding. Right. <laughs> right. Great. Yeah, we, we, we should back up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not really important. It's good Walker backstory or character building just because... That'll never matter again, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because they really lay it on thick, like mm-hmm. Walker and Alex. Like, it's a thing. Yeah. But it, it's not. Everyone's acting like they're dating. But basically, it's a wedding for another ranger named Haas, who we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, CD, I guess, organized the wedding yeah. and got an Elvis impersonator. Mm-hmm. Also not important. He's so wacky. Yeah. 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 Um, but basically, bad guys storm the courthouse during the mm-hmm. wedding. Right. And free someone from a courtroom. They basically like hold up a courtroom like it's a bank robbery. Uh-huh. And this is all going on during the wedding. Um, and the wedding gives us an opportunity for to have Uncle Ray like kind of rib Walker a little about getting married and having kids. Mm-hmm. Something he's always bringing up. Like specifically with Alex. Specifically <laughs> right. with Alex. Like everyone's acting like they're a couple and they've been, been together a long time. Yeah. And when are they finally going to get married? Will they or won't they? I just have to say this episode is kind of like a complete story. And as far as like storyline and characters, I would say this is maybe the best episode this season. Mm-hmm. And it's almost too good because I don't feel like nowadays... We really want just like a straightforward action storyline. We need to spice this up a little. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's not going to fly just to have it be like an 80s action movie. It feels too old. Yeah. Just because you could shoot a car and it explodes doesn't mean, you know, all your work is done. Yeah. yeah. We just need a longer wedding scene where CD is doing more, more of the wedding planning. Yeah. More of the wedding planning. Because you know what's big now? Wedding shows. Yeah. Um, Say yes to the dress. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Some other one. Yeah. And that other one. That other one. That and there was that other I've one. I've seen. That, There's yeah. the other one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> With the wedding planners. But yeah. I mean, like CD could have like had, he could have arranged like the flower girl in the wedding and mm-hmm. it could have been maybe mm-hmm. like a pig or something like I, that. I want to see Talking Head Confessionals and I want to see CD meeting with Haas <laughs> ahead of time, helping them pick a cake. You know, kind of like the producers, like kind of invent some like drama, you yeah, know, yeah. for them to get mad at CD. I told Hoss <laughs> if he didn't show up right on time. Or he could kill like one of the robber guys and then the blood would blow all over the wedding dress. So then they have to find a new wedding dress. Yes. You know, in time. Like that's going to be a wacky adventure. Yeah, but it's all this all this preparation that CD's doing around all of the crazy, crazy crime stuff that's going on in the courthouse. Basically the episode, this would just be a CD episode and it would follow him completely. Yeah. Kind of like uh, the Zeppo. Great episode, season three of Buffy, that followed <laughs> yeah. Xander. I feel like we would have to do that. So Al, the, the main story plays out, but we're just, we have the CD's eye view of it, <laughs> right? I mean, he's drinking, eating stuff at the bar. Um. <laughs> that would be really interesting to get more of his backstory, because you know he used to be a ranger. Yeah. And what if he's a total badass, you know, and he's got some tricks that- He has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, he he kind of taught Walker and mm-hmm. Trevet a ton of stuff. I mean, how many uh, Elvis impersonators do you think he interviewed before he found the right one? <laughs> we would we would show that. We yeah. would show that. Yeah, he'd be at his bar. He'd be ma- he'd be cold calling all these different impersonator companies, and and there'd be a lot of drama. We wouldn't yeah. hear their conversation too well. I he'd mean, be but, really stressed out. He'd just tell them all yeah. to get the hell out of his bar and <laughs> oh, he'd throw he would, something, and he he'd be definitely... like, "Oh, what am I gonna do?" And then one guy, <laughs> Elvis guy, would show up and be like, oh, "I'm here for the audition." <laughs> Oh, fine. Go ahead and do it, kid. He yeah. started mopping. <laughs> maybe he'd be calling up like maybe he'd be calling up like ex cons that he had like busted who are now on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And they are Elvis impersonators. That's honest work. They're like bakers or 
like yeah. floral floral <laughs> arrangers. Yeah, or ring makers Florists, or stealers. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah. I, I want to see CD interview six Elvis impersonators and then get so frustrated and like he gets up on stage and shows them how it's done. <laughs> yeah. Like this. He just pulls the wig off the guy's head and puts it on. He's like, damn it, move. Give me those glasses. <laughs> I want to see yeah, how but he is like spot on, yeah. like late era Elvis. Yeah. And like, it's amazing and beautiful. And they're almost like crying. And then he's like, see, that's how it's done. He's all pissed again. And just throws the mic at him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. But yeah, I think we can really focus on the wedding stuff. Wedding's good. Yeah. Everybody yeah. likes love. I want, I want CD to have a lot of opinions on like floral arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like really good, insightful opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And catering. <laughs> So <laughs> you can't put dogwood with a lily flower. That looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's coming behind the uh, the florist, like rearranging everything himself, because uh, he's the only one that can do it right. Yeah. And then also, there's like a scene where he tries to hire the caterers, yeah, and like. He keeps testing the food, and then there we have a five-minute scene where CD just eats like a whole plate of lasagna, like a whole big container of lasagna, yeah, yeah. just like slowly, like he's, yeah. he's full, and he can't eat anymore, and he just goes, oh, and just keeps going. He's all sweaty. It, yeah, and then when he's done, he's like, no, we'll go with the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, and there, there needs to be like a 20-minute, one long shot. Like he yells at the, you know, the florists, and then he's like, oh, no, okay, over here, and over to the caterers, and da 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 and the camera just follows him. <laughs> For like 20 minutes down these stairs and this whole thing. No, I think Noble Willingham could pull it off. Definitely. <laughs> Is he still alive? Oh, no. I don't think so. No, he, he died a few years a back. I think. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I really like this scene that's, that's sort of midway through where Trevette and Walker have, a, have this witness prisoner lady, Kat, in the trunk of their car. They're taking her to, to New Orleans or whatever. And she needs to go to the bathroom. Right. They take her out. <laughs> they take her out to have her go to the bathroom. And Trevette wants to go in there with her. He's very suspicious of her or whatever. Um, <laughs> As he, he should be. He might be a pervo. She is a flight risk. <laughs> he might be a total pervo. Or that. Yeah, I think what you said is right. Trevette wants to go in there with her. Yeah. yeah. He's he's pretty insistent. Do he doesn't even say, it? I'm going to take you in there. He's like, he's just following her. She's like, she's wait, like, no. Where are you going? <laughs> so yeah, there's a clip of this, right? Yeah. Oh, you've got to be kidding. I'm not going in there with you. Look, I got three sisters. I don't care what you've got. I've got a right to my privacy. (laughs) Well, then you're not going to the bathroom. (laughs) He's very disappointed. Yeah. So he has three sisters. Yeah. (laughs) He helps them pee all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I have three sisters. I think I know something about watching women pee. (laughs) Come on now. I'll help you take your pants off. Who who knows? You might find them a really big help in there. And yeah, he, I think he, you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> he knocks on the door and he's like, anyone in there? And we just hear in the background, we're in here. There's a lot of us in here. Okay, let's go. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's go. We don't have yeah. much time. Yeah. Does anyone else need help peeing? <laughs> I'm really good at it. I I'm a Texas sisters. Ranger. <laughs> also, I want to point out that that whole scene cuts two shots of someone actually peeping on them <laughs> through binoculars. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So we have the frame peeping. A whole lot of peeping going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so basically, Trevette's trying to peep. He's attempting to peep while there's a guy across the street who's, who is successfully peeping. I mean, obviously, Peep, this guy's him. a better yeah. peeper. He's a more experienced right. peeper. He knows that you don't ask people if you can peep on them before you peep. <laughs> right. He just doesn't ask and makes himself not, uh, 
you know, not very suspicious, not draw mm-hmm. attention to yourself. You park across the street and you do your peeping there, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, so of course, Kat can't be trusted, not at this point in the episode, and she tries to sneak out the window. The only problem with that plan <laughs> is that, of course, that's where Trevette is. Right. He was already watching he was, the window. Yeah, he was watching right. the window, and he, he played it off like, oh, no, I'm just a good ranger. Yeah, no. I just... <laughs> he, not, he was watching. Yeah, not that I was here at the window. Because I feel like, really, a better plan would have been for her to sneak out the door. Because he would have been left the door totally unguarded. Yeah. She didn't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't know what kind of guy he was. I guess she didn't pick up on that from their conversation. Especially when she said, what are you talking about? And he got really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's like five seconds just like lingering on his face. Like, yeah. two long scenes of that. Where he's just like frustratingly... <sighs> Come on. Taking her... Yeah handcuffs off <laughs> we could have really played up the peeping angle maybe the guy across the street is getting like peeped on by somebody else yeah he is getting peeped on by someone else walker <laughs> yeah he does yeah, yeah like so this is peeping cubed yeah i mean seriously this is <laughs> this is three peeps deep yeah <laughs> <laughs> right we're three peeps deep at this point i say why not push it further get four five six peeps deep yeah um I mean, oh, Uncle Ray's been watching the whole time. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> sure, and throw him in there. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't CD's, have enough to do this episode. CD's Uncle Ray obsessed, so he's watching him too. Yeah, he's watching Uncle Ray. But it's like, <laughs> what is that old coot up to? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I got these high-powered binoculars <laughs> off Amazon <laughs> last week. I mean, Inception was really popular, guys. Mm-hmm. I think this could be equally as popular. I like it. Oh, three peep deep is a great episode title too. Yeah. Who peeps deep? <laughs> Who peeps the peepers? Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you peep too long into the abyss, eventually the abyss peeps back at you. <laughs> I mean, it would have been great. And then they could have circled it. They could have brought it back around and, and Haas is just peeping on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he's keeping a real peep he's, tab. He's holding them all in a little snow globe and sets them on his peeping uh, mantle. <laughs> Rose peep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it ends. <laughs> Man, the boss is going to be really happy this week. We've got some good punch-ups. So. <laughs> oh, I, I, I liked the road aspect a lot. Yeah. Like, just the being on the road, that's always yeah. good, just for any American story, you know, just, like, traveling, you know, go through go through a journey together. I lo- yeah, road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty good for that, but it was almost more like the road, because basically they were the only people left alive. <laughs> It yeah. was like them and gangs of criminals trying to stop them as they like stumble through the woods. I mean, there's no one else on the road, right? Mm-hmm. They go to a town and they go to the police department. Yeah. And the entire police department has been killed. <laughs> it looks these- like it looks like it had been there for years. Yeah. There's no one Paints peeling yeah. and- it looks like after the apocalypse. We know that they killed the police officers cuz when that uh, one guy comes mm-hmm. out I forget his name. He, there's blood on his police shirt. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the old ones are left alive, and they have like a fight scene and beat the bad guys. And this is kind of skipping ahead of the end. They kick the shit out of the bad guys, and then Trevette says, well, we have one more stop to make. I feel like it should have been like, well, you're not going anywhere, because you have to deal with like this entire like police de- <laughs> like murdered police department. Yeah, this is a big yeah. deal. It's going to be national news. Yeah. like, And you just like have like seven guys you need to like handcuff now. Not to mention all the other guys you left tied up, hanging upside down in that yeah. barn. No, no. So, yeah. He did kill some guys, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Man, yeah. So, this, like, you bringing that up, uh, I actually wrote this down. So, Trevette says, you know, we've made so many stops on this journey. 
we got one more. And it, it's like out of left field. I thought it would have been great if they like they went to like six flags. And they're just like living, they're living it up. They're like yelling down roller coasters, uh-huh. you know, and like yeah. drinking big ices and stuff. Like the, the, the credit montage can just be them like with their arms, like pictures they take on the roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. And then it's just like, and then the episode ends. Um, so these bad guys, I don't think we've talked enough about the bad guys because I think there is stuff we want to keep from this episode with the bad guys, especially, um, bring back the actor who plays the main bad guy, Trigger Jenks, Mm -hmm. who also plays Mac's dad on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, basically the same character. Yeah. And so I feel like this is how he got put in prison. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a good opportunity for have to have some Mm. crossover. Yeah. I mean, this is his backstory. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I have one clip of uh, Axel and uh, Trigger Jenks, uh, played by Max Dad. Um, that kind of gives you a sense of how good yeah. he is at playing that you, one character. You'll hear the voice. Yeah, the voice definitely gives it away. But um, his kind of the the intensity he he brings to this role, and also kind of just shine yeah. a spotlight on some of the good dialogue. Where'd you get sprung? Cat got me up. Cat, really? Yeah, she got nailed by the Texas Rangers doing it. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> Since when do we have to run things by you? Since I got elected president. <laughs> that's bull. President of crime. This was my daddy's crew. And when he died, he left it to me. No, that's bull, you little piece of crap. <laughs> Guess what? I am changing the will. Yeah. You little piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more primogeniture in this gang. Yeah. Well, the so, monarchy's over. Yeah, well, they already have elections. Yeah. So I President feel like, crime. Yeah. So he wanted an election, uh, but then he's trying to change the will. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something we could go into there. I don't know. I mean. It sounds like he has a law degree. <laughs> you know, he knows how all this stuff works. He's really organizing the crime corps or whatever all these criminals work for. Hold on, you little piece of crap. I'll go back through the paperwork and just make sure everything's all right. But I think I'm the president now. <laughs> Yeah, you could see in section B sub three right here. It says clearly. <laughs> it says here clearly, no little pieces of crap can be president. <laughs> I marked it with a highlighter in case you have difficulty. When gang boss dies, and gang boss's son goes to jail, and there's an official election, and gang boss's son gets sprung by gang and doesn't overthrow the election. You piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> says it all right there. And you have weird lips, <laughs> Max Dad. You have weird lips, Max Dad. I don't blink. Yeah, his like buggy eyes and fish lips are so great. I don't know. I didn't look up his name on IMDb, but he is awesome, and mm-hmm. he will be back. Yeah. Maybe we could have gone through a whole like over the like as the years pass the lineage of this crime gang yeah. going on. So no, it's this like corporation. Oh, they all know each other. It's so great because this is good backstory for Mac. I feel like we need to write him more into the episode. I really think we can drop Axel, who is kind of Kat's ex-boyfriend that doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. And just start the episode with the wedding, same way. CD's running around organizing it. And one of the like the the wait staff is Mac's dad undercover. You know? So we get to see him interact with CD a good bit for the, you know, first three quarters that are about wedding planning. You know? And he has a lot of he has a lot of rules that need to be followed. Yeah. Yeah. Is he there for crime or is he there for like to get some free like shrimp croquettes? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little of both. You know, yeah. he's really trying to scope out the courthouse, but also this is his day job. Yeah. 
Got to make ends meet. Yeah. Yeah. Got to appease that PO. (laughs) (laughs) I also thought in this episode, it was really great that like Walker blasts through another window (laughs) needlessly. This one. Oh, right, right, right. The police station. Yeah. And this one was a little different because he didn't shoot through it. He just like. Phased, like he just was standing up and just blasted through <laughs> yeah. it, just like hop completely uh, <laughs> vertically through and landed vertically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the window exploded <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. So I thought maybe maybe this could be like maybe he could be a Texas Ranger, but also secretly in like this team called Window Blasters, <laughs> something like this, where they're just like specially trained. Give me the Window Blasters. I mean, yeah. he, he wouldn't just be in the team. I mean, he would run the team because he's yeah. Cordell Walker. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like an expert at parachuting and stuff. Maybe he'd go through like his training and, and they're just like he blasting would, through windows. He'd be training Trevette and Trevette would keep blasting through windows and getting all cut up. I'd be all scared <laughs> of doing it. You know? No, you need to control your <laughs> yeah. breathing, Trevette. If it was easy, you know? anybody would do it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it could culminate with like they have the criminals have just like barricaded them in this shell of, <laughs> of shatterproof glass. What are know? we going to do? And they've just like. We'll never get out of these three dozen planes of glass. Maybe, maybe Walker just like really focuses. <laughs> closes his eyes and he just really focuses and then he just does it just all of them at once just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that'd be awesome i feel like we're we're writing a pretty jam-packed episode because there was something else i noticed that is also a crossover that i feel like has to be intentional because this came out in 93 mm-hmm. right i have a clip to play for you guys um you'll have to let me know if you think there's any way this could have been accidental yeah, you know what I mean, Burn? Yeah. Burn? Burn? <laughs> we have... We have... That's that's an Easter egg, definitely. Yeah, we have a criminal uh, walking around wearing um, a denim vest. Yeah. No sleeves. No sleeves. And says, you know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody caught that. Yeah, right? Mm. I mean, this was like prime Ernest time, right? Mm. Peak Peak, Ernest. Peak Ernest. (laughs) Peak Ernest in 93. I was watching Ernest. I don't know what you guys. (laughs) I saw Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Goes to Jail. Camp. Ernest Goes to Camp, definitely. Mm -hmm. I saw that a ton when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. What's the Halloween one? I don't remember. Ernest Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes. (laughs) So Ernest Scared Stupid was 91. (laughs) Yeah, so this is like, this is peak Ernest. Yeah. But I mean, this is like, Ernest saturation, like no one could have put in, uh, you know what I mean, Vern. Yeah. Joke. Oh, that's intense. Because that's how Ernest started, I think. Yeah. Like Jim Vern did that for commercials mm-hmm. and then made that into a character right, right, and got right. movies. Made. Also, the original CD was from the Ernest movies. What, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. He was in all the, he was in all the movies. This, well, this was a good episode. Like it had a good story. So it probably had smart writers who knew oh, who could put something shit. funny in yeah, it yeah, and be totally. like, this will be just to make ourselves laugh. I, I, you know what? There's probably, it was probably guys like us or, or people like us. Yeah. And they were writing this episode and they were like, we got to put something else in. Like, this is just too fucking by the numbers. We got to juice <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> got to juice it. And you know what's great to juice anything with? Ernest. Peeping. I mean, earnest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Also, we I have, mean, yes, peeping, but sec- <laughs> a close second is Ernest movies. Yeah, we do joke about peeping because it feels like these writers are putting in a lot of peeping all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they can't even help it. They don't even, they're not even aware of that. They're yeah. not even aware how weird it comes across. Yeah. 
This is the like collective unconsciousness picking up on the NSA. Yeah, I mean, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a little deep. I mean, you know, everyone is doing everything through binoculars. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping for that future episode that you know that where it's just it's really pro peep. Like there's a guy who's kind of getting busted for peeping yeah. and they go through it and they're like, is it really that bad? Yeah. I mean, is it really <laughs> I mean, that bad? If you're not doing you know, anything wrong, then there shouldn't be a problem with being peeped Dan on. Walker's like, I don't even understand what's what's even bad about this. <laughs> yeah. Why is it's there the, even a stigma about it's this? It's the government just sticking its nose where it doesn't belong. <laughs> shouldn't Alex? A, shouldn't every American just be able to look wherever they want to look? <laughs> God created eyeballs, Alex. <laughs> He gave us two. And he doesn't make mistakes. If if looking at things wasn't such a big deal, he probably would have only given us one eyeball or a half of an eyeball. Yeah. But he gave us two big jumbo eyeballs. Right for peeping. And then he just turns away from Alex yeah. and pulls the binoculars up to his yeah. face and just is looking in someone's bedroom across yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and Trevette's got a really sophisticated, high-tech peeping <laughs> Night vision goggles. Right, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But Walker has like an old-school pirate, you know, because <laughs> he's old-school. Yeah, need yeah it's like wooden copper, <laughs> like old glass, yeah. tempered glass, and you know. It, and he can peep way better than Trevette can. Yeah. Trevette's at his desk, but he just swivels around in his chair and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. keeps, keeps bumping his big dumb computer binoculars into the wall and stuff. <laughs> but they're like, the, the, the lenses on these things are like, they're, they're, they're sort of focusing independently of each other, like a chameleon's eyes, you know, <laughs> oh, spitting all over. <laughs> he's like, Walker. I, he's like, I can peep in 360, de- 360 degrees at once with these bad boys. My computer peepers. <laughs> you need to get it with the times, Walker. Control it all for my watch. Yeah. These are computer binocs. <laughs> I'll just peep with my old telescope, Javette. I can see in 10 different bathrooms at once with these. <laughs> Stores over 75 addresses. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make the episode better. Can see right through most undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, we definitely need to cut down on the people. I don't know what was going on in the yeah, early nineties. Something about this that uh, I mean, we're getting drunk on peeping too, right? Now. Yeah, I, know, I mean, I it does not. It, it was wrong then. Yeah, it's even weirder now. Yeah, what, what just happened? <laughs> Jesus, I guess we've been uh, we've been down here a long time. And it's another one of the side effects of Chuck Max. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does say that on the box. I mean, I was just watching you guys. I mean, because you guys are glow in the dark. You know, your arms are always glowing. And yeah. I would just stay up at night watching you guys. Yeah. It doesn't even say may cause peeping. It says will definitely cause peeping. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. We'll enhance the peeping instinct in <laughs> individuals. I mean, yeah. And that's why I was pulled off the market in 92. Yeah. <laughs> among other reasons. Yeah. I don't know how we do an earnest crossover without Jim Varney. We may be getting a little yeah. ambitious. Oh, maybe but, too much, but I don't know. I mean, we could at least just write it on the cover letter when we send it up to the boss. And did I, if he can find a way to put Ernest in there, did I imagine that they're rebooting Ernest? I don't see why they wouldn't. They're doing anything else. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I would. I would actually. This is stupid, but I would fucking watch an Ernest movie. If in they the got theaters. Jim Carrey to be the Ernest reboot, shit, right? I that would be good. I, I need to make some phone calls. I would go watch right. Jim Carrey. Be, is Jim? He'd, he'd be really good and, at it, and he's like getting older, which he was, you know. Yeah, but you guys know it's just going to be Steve Carell, so oh, uh, get ready for it. Yeah, yeah, that's just true. Deal with it now. Just rip that bandaid off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just going to be Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy. 
Um, sh- I, I don't know how someone could overdo the character of Ernest, but I'm sure it could find a way. Yeah. Because Ernest was always laughing all the time. Remember? You know, no matter what anybody else said, he would just laugh. And, always and, and always break character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was always a really charming thing about <laughs> Ernest. So could we figure out a way to, to play up Walker's, um, his need to hunt men in this episode? Yeah. Mm. Oh, the whole, oh, Jesus. The action. Yeah. There's another crossover, but the whole Predator crossover. That's, he hunts mm. men. He even ties a guy up by his ankles and hangs him to like show off to the other yeah. criminals. A group of six men are walking through the woods. The last guy, an arm just comes down and pulls him up. Really, I mean, that is a Predator Straight out move, of Predator. right? Yeah. So, and there's a guy, in one of uh, Trigger's henchmen is from Predator 2, El Scorpio. Oh, shit. That's right. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many crossovers happening. Except the thing is... Predator wasn't as good at it as Cordell Walker. <laughs> no. Because remember when in Predator, when they made it bleed? Well, which, <laughs> which, which Predator are we talking about? Yeah. So just start with Predator 1. It's outside. You know, the first yeah. Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, they make Predator bleed. They yeah. draw pl- Predator blood. Yeah. No right. one's ever done that to Cordell Walker. Never. That's true. Mm. Would never happen. So he like out predators predator. Yeah. So Cordell will kill a bunch of predators. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. He's hunting predators. Like pre- there. So there are predators on Earth. Several of them. They're hunting criminals. Yeah. And then we've got Walker. Are these criminal predators. <laughs> Wait. No. Are no, these no. criminal these are predators? A- alien predators. Oh, yeah, no, no, yes. No, no, yes. No, but alien predators that are criminals. Predators. On Predator Planet, and they wear like slacks and tucked in golf shirts and carry Mac 10s like these guys. Yes. Criminal predators are hunting criminals. Cordo Walker is hunting criminal predators. Okay. I, I need to write that. Not all homophobes are uh, homophones or no, what? I, I got know. it. I got it. Okay. 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 I got it. So Cordo Walker is hunting criminal predators who are hunting criminal criminals and. Who may be predators. And all of Child the, predators. Right. And they're all child predators. <laughs> Incidentally, I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess they have to be, right? Yeah. So, if, if you're bad in this universe, you're the worst kind of bad. But then yep. like 90% of the dialogue is just like lifted from earnest movies. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Like all the jokes. There's like snapping turtles, like snapping <laughs> onto like the criminals' yeah. noses yeah. Okay. and the predators. <laughs> God. That's, yeah. That's what Cordell would do for these bad guys, pranking them earnest style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like an old school way of just like busting criminals yeah. and predators alike. I Co- mean, it works for all of Cordell them. Cordell can like put his finger in the predator's plasma cannon, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> also, he's also Cordell Walker's just like covered in mud. Yeah. Because that looks, <laughs> looks badass. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty awesome. Except for like a little ring around his eyes or yeah. whatever. God, I think we need to, yeah, I think we need to cut all the CD wedding planning. <laughs> it oh, just man. doesn't sound as exciting now. I, we're we're, we're going to have to sacrifice something. Yeah, it's it's jam-packed. Mm. No, I, they're, they're way, that, that stuff's there at the beginning of the episode, and then at the end is the wedding scene, and they're like, um, where is Cordell? Just give him one more minute, you know, just give him one more minute. Mm-hmm. And he shows up, and he's like, he's there, and he made it. But he's just like covered with like predator blood and human blood and mud. <laughs> I think you should just 
like show up late and like have predators with him that he invited to the wedding that are wearing tuxes. Right. Because there's probably some good predators. That's right, another yeah. common theme on Walker is like there's criminals that are actually good people. And there's some... Uh, he will find the one predator right. that like got sucked Who into feels it. feels bad. At, yeah, yeah. He just got sucked into it because his big brother. Well, he's like, yeah, I, I brought some like off-planet rangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? This is my new friend, Tork Talk. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, I want a lot. I want a lot of predator <laughs> language dialogue in this episode. Totally unsubtitled. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, maybe his like little his little shoulder laser like trains on CD, it's and he's like, "Whoa, truck tuck." <laughs> easy now, easy now. And he's yeah. like, mm. but he says it like he talks to Trevetti. He's like he smiles. He's like, "Oh, talk dark." <laughs> you, you don't just eviscerate people in the. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not a low life. It's just CD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he would always be one step ahead of the predators. Yeah. You know, he'd always have figured it out by like. Yeah. You know, looking at the plants. Uh, also, not to get back to the peeping, but predators are huge <laughs> peepers. I mean, that's like but half, they are like, always the peeping. first half of the first predator is him peeping on those guys. It is. <laughs> You're right. And it's like it's like wow, these guys peep in a really yeah. cool way because it's kind of like I guess it's like it, it's all with like thermal yeah. energy. They peep peeping. with like cool colors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when Predator came heat. out, it was like an t- entirely new type of peeping that American audiences hadn't even seen yet. Yeah, it's pre- I mean, cameras. You think about it; it's really it's really advanced because it does just totally disregard clothing. <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Trevette will be very jealous of their peep gear. <laughs> that is maybe, way maybe way he'll have a shoulder laser and like <laughs> it's called know, a plasma cannon. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, and we definitely we definitely can explain the backstory of Max Dad and El Scorpio in this. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I, even have a little wink at the end and like have like Max Dad meet Max Mom. You know, be like, mm-hmm. oh hey, how are you doing? Blah blah. And then like, he looks back at the camera and winks and like, you know. Right. Yeah. This is a rich and dense episode yeah. that we have planned. I think yeah. it's good. I think the boss how, is going to be happy. How are we going to type it? Because I can't get my arms <laughs> together. Um, we'll have to use the dictaphone. <laughs> <laughs> there was an old dictaphone in the closet, so yeah. we'll have to use that. Came I mean, I was tube. I was going to say maybe we could I could we could do it one handed or like we could both kind of like slide together okay. and I'll do left hand and we could do right yeah. hand. Mm. Are you left handed? What? Um, <laughs> no. But all right, look, no, no, I'm sorry. Left. I have a confession to make. I have a bottle of Chuck Max. It's right here. Oh, oh God. thank God. Here we thank go. Thank God. Because I want <laughs> one more, I just, want the episode to be good. So here, here's one. Yeah, just one more time. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just Th- one more. This is it though, and then we're done. Here you go, buddy. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Look at that glow. <laughs> Jesus. It's a healthy glow. Biceps are fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it feels good to be able to move my these heavy ass arms again. Oh God. Wow. Ugh. All right, yeah, I, need, just to, I need to start doing some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get our heads oh. right for next week's episode, and then we're off of it. Yeah, yeah. And we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah just this is one-time thing, right? We're right. not going to, and yeah. we're not going to do this yeah. whole bottle. Yeah. We're just going to do it just enough. Just enough. Just enough to get our our heads right for- Take yeah. the edge off. You just need to get the episode written. Yeah. yeah. Just calm down yeah. a little, you know? Should we- uh, Should Be we rate- cool. Be cool, Jared. <laughs> I'll cool. try. Should we rate this guy? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we talked it up. It sounded really exciting to me talking about it, but watching it, I didn't like it very much. I, I think it was well-written. It wasn't corny enough. Yeah. I think I'd give it hmm, 
Maybe two freshly peeped Bernouses. <laughs> well, you know, this is actually a really good episode. If we're if we're grading it, you know, not based on how much better our episode could be, but I feel like this episode had interesting storyline and characters, like where you actually gave a shit way more than most episodes. I would actually give this one four tuxedo Bernouses. Wow. I feel like it's a good episode on its own. It's interesting. It's got characters who's who were like distinct. It's got yeah. a lot of Trevette stuff. I hear you. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. This was my second time seeing it. And yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much. It didn't have as much awfulness that yeah. like it was fun to enjoy. Like, because it, it's weird, like Catch 22, like it was almost right kinda, because it was kind of good. <laughs> right. Yeah. We do have that. <laughs> or it was kind of well written, you know? Um, but, uh, I, so, but no, I liked it. I would give it three uh, plasma cannon bear nooses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just to kind of drape over the plasma cannon so you can catch people unawares. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a good. Mo- <laughs> it's a good move. And it's a good move and a good look. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go wrong with that yeah. look. <laughs> I, 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 I think Chuck Max is working. Everybody feels a lot more positive now. This is good. I, I feel great. Say used to the Bernoose. <laughs> That's going to be CD's spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch, but I mean, I think it'll, I think it'll, I think it'll test well yeah, with audiences. I think we got enough fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for next week's episode, uh, episode nine, Family Matters. I hope it's about. I hope it's like a Family Matters crossover. <laughs> Maybe uh, Urkel's like a criminal. Oh, that'd Maybe be amazing. Maybe become a criminal. Mm-hmm. I just think Urkel and Trevette would both keep saying, "Did I do that?" And be like, "Wait, <laughs> that's my line. Did I do it?" You know, there really could have been a crossover back then. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I'm the cool one. They would have gotten I'm the cool. They would have gotten two diverse audiences too. That would have been awesome. Oh well. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Yeah. I'm sure there's People no family were idiots matters. in 1993. So here's the description. Walker faces a battle with the FBI after he arrests a criminal who believes himself to be above the law because of his sister's involvement in the witness protection program. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Yeah. This. I feel like this is going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. I, I think I remember yeah. this one. This I vaguely do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Because, you know, if you're in the witness protection program, your siblings can't get in any trouble. Mm-hmm. Legally, they can do whatever they want. They're untouchable. Yeah, they can commit yeah. murder. Yes. I'm sure Alex will remind us repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> can't touch him. Uh, he's, in, he's under protection yeah, from the FBI. If only there was some way to work outside the law system, which clearly doesn't work. Well, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see you next week. All right. All right, guys, you can reach us at talkerpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at, at talkertxranger. Uh, remember the, uh, the Six, system? 1642. Right. Right. Tell 16 of your friends about the show. You know, share the podcast. Uh, tell them four times a day, every day for two years. 1642. <laughs> it's simple. Very simple. Very easy to do. They'll love it. They'll spread the show. Uh, you'll be helping us out a lot. Right. Um, tell them about what you like about the show and please, uh, save us. <laughs> yeah. Please save us from the underground dungeon that we live in. <laughs> yeah. Just cause I mean, maybe we didn't bring that up at the beginning of the episode. It's the first episode. We are actually prisoners. I, I just heard last week that there's a new podcast called, um, ear hustle. I think that's like made mm-hmm. by prisoners. Really? So yeah, this is a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. So, so yeah, yeah, that one's real, right? Those, right? But we're prisoners. I don't know what's real down here anymore. Yeah, yeah. So true. I mean, so there's two famous prisoner podcasts right now. I mean, we're being held in an underground bunker. They're in a normal, boring prison. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. They have to actually work out to get big. We got bills. <laughs> yeah. Suckers. <laughs> yeah. Toss me that bottle. Here you go, buddy. Till next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.